Hey everyone, welcome back to the Fitlistic Wellness Podcast where we have raw, real conversations about everything and anything and relate it back to holistic health and wellness. Today, we have a very special guest, a recently new friend to me, I guess I would say, um, Marissa Leslie. Yes. Yes. Hey. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited. So she runs her own business under the brand Noble Baby Wellness. So maybe you kind of want to let us know how you got into that. What led me down the path of nutrition, kind of? Nutrition and baby and prenatal, everything. Let us know the gist of it. Well, it's a very long story, but I'll keep it brief, short, simple, and fun. Um, (laughs) I started off shit I don't even know where I started (laughs) off so I got pregnant and I had no idea what the hell I was doing I had no idea um I knew a little bit about nutrition because I worked at a gym so I was very immersed into that kind of lifestyle I kind of did like I did eat clean but not as clean as I should have um Mm -hmm. especially during my pregnancy I kind of took advantage of it because I was like oh I'm pregnant I can eat ever whatever the fuck I want like (laughs) hell yeah so I worked at um, a restaurant called Taroni for a few months during okay. my pregnancy and I literally lived off of like spaghetti bolognese and Nutella biscotti so I did not eat the cleanest um <laughs> I craved chicken burgers from Harvey's with extra sauce so I knew nothing <laughs> about nutrition which during pregnancy should be like the most strongest foundational support um for nutrition and after I got pregnant or after I had my son there was a lot of uh health issues we mm-hmm. had um He had jaundice. He came a month early. Uh, Mm -hmm. I had struggles with breastfeeding. I had no idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to a lactation consultant, and she made me more stressed out than helped, which was really, really shitty. So I was really (laughs) keen on breastfeeding because of all of the amazing factors that it has to it. Mm -hmm. So we started giving him formula, and he was reacting to all the formulas we gave him. Like, we gave him, I think, about 10 different formulas. Cow-based formula, soy-based wow. formula, not knowing how shitty soy is as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then I was kind of at a point where, like, what the hell am I going to give this kid? So we were connected, my fiancé and I were connected with some woman he knew through a family friend, and mm-hmm. she told us about this company named Hole. And mm-hmm. it's a, I think it's a Swedish-based company that provides a really good source of, goat's milk oh yeah so it was a goat's milk formula um and that's the closest thing to breast milk because it has the same like similar molecules as breast milk Mm -hmm. so we started him on that the only thing is that he smelled like feta cheese a little bit but i'm greek (laughs) so i'm totally okay with that like it's like a second second nature smell to me so yeah (laughs) he's definitely greek yes he's definitely greek so um yeah, so after all these issues with the formula, he was a new baby after I started giving him the goat's milk. So wow. it was amazing. He was a new child. So after that, I started getting into a little bit more of like fitness competitions where I wanted mm-hmm. to actually become like a bikini model. Mm-hmm. And then with that, oh my God, my coach was giving me all these like weird shit to take. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I have no idea what you're giving me. Long story short, I searched up all the stuff that he was giving me which was steroids and all this other like crazy things and I'm like how are you giving this to me like I'm trying to do a like a fitness competition eat and like you know be clean you're giving me this garbage like this is crazy so it kind of drove me to the side of nutrition and wellness and I wanted to learn more and because my son had all these sensitivities Mm -hmm. and food issues from taking formula I wanted to do something different and I wanted Mm -hmm. to learn and help him because helping him would be able to help me as well Mm -hmm. so I started taking um a program at IHN the Institute of yes yes Institute of Holistic Nutrition which is such an amazing course for anybody who even just wants to get a feel and understanding of how important nutrition is Mm -hmm. um so yeah I started doing that and I loved it and I had such a strong passion for helping other people with their mm-hmm. children because I've gone down that path so I wanted to kind of be that light at the end of the, the, t- the tunnel for other mothers and parents mm-hmm. as well so yeah that's where I'm at now and now yes. I, I focus on uh, I prenatal. just got chills yeah just so you know. I love Ooh. that so I focus on prenatal nutrition um 
really, really focus on infant and toddler nutrition because that's where my heart's at. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also touch on like pre-pregnancy nutrition and setting that foundational stage for having the best, healthiest pregnancy. That's amazing. Yeah. I feel like everyone who has gone to say nutrition or into that field, I feel that there a passion comes out of personal experience. Yes. Like for yourself, it was through a little bit of complicated, well, not like... T- terrible complications yeah. but a little bit of complications just because you weren't fully aware mm-hmm. fully educated in that sense which most of us aren't which is awesome now that you can you know spread the word yeah. on how to like be healthy during pre and post mm-hmm. giving birth and I feel like people relate so much more to somebody who's kind of gone down that path too mm-hmm. which which is what I love because I want people to look at my journey and my experience and be like hey you know if if she can, you know, complete and go yes. through it, why mm-hmm. the fuck can I not do it? Like, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, Because so. that's, that's kind of how, like, it went with me, too. Like, you listen to some of my podcasts. Maybe not all of them, but, like, I had struggles with liver health. Like, it was to the point where I was, they were like, you got three to six months to live if you don't take our steroids. Like, all that shit. So that kind of, like, lit a fire under my mm-hmm. ass, so to speak. I hope you're proud of me for saying that, Dad. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it it really does build a passion for someone who's gone through it and seen like the light at the mm-hmm. end of the tunnel, so to speak. And yeah, I mean, it just builds a better, I feel like, foundation. Yes. For like your career choice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's no passion behind it. Why the fuck are you doing? I it? totally agree with you. Like, if you don't have passion for what you're doing. Mm-hmm you better find something else to do that <laughs> yeah because like how are you going to be really successful if it's there literally to pay your bills yeah you know what i mean yeah and i find so many people live like that too they, they just live to pay their bills instead of living for something they love because mm-hmm. that's going to make you go and do more and want to do more and want to be more and and encourage other people to you know kind of mm-hmm. follow suit a little bit and follow your dreams yeah, yeah a thousand percent totally agree okay so Coming from, like, your background of, you know, going, like, giving birth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, now, now that you're, like, into, you know, helping other mothers, et cetera, families, have you experienced clients or people in your practice now that have gone through similar experiences slash struggles of what you've gone through during your pregnancy oh a hundred percent like with the breastfeeding thing like it's so common for like breastfeeding is one of the biggest things that people come to me for because it's a learned technique you don't have a baby and and put the baby on your boob and be like hey this is what's supposed to happen like it doesn't happen like that like it's the same thing as driving a car you you before you drive a car you kind of know how to drive it but until you get behind the wheel you're like okay do i pull the the stick this way do I turn the car this way how do I reverse this way like it's the same way with breastfeeding like you have to learn it's like a technique you have to learn as you go you know is it true that you get cracked nipples oh 100% ah I've I've actually had a family (laughs) friend whose nipple was starting to fall off how I have no idea it's terrifying I'm never having children no (laughs) no so cracked nipples so currently holding my titties (laughs) as we're speaking I know I know can you imagine how painful that is oh my god but How? I think that, so when there's any issues with the actual nipple, it's because they're not latching properly. Like you mm-hmm. have a shitty latch. So mm-hmm. you need to have some kind of like intervention with either a midwife, a doula, lactation consultant, somebody mm-hmm. to come in and show you and help you figure that out. So with the crack nipple situation, doesn't happen. I didn't get crack nipples. I didn't get crack nipples at all. So I think, <laughs> I think it's... Uh, that's a hard one. That's Everyone a hard, their that's own. a very stressful one. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like now even a lot of women are taking, like, the easy way out. Yes. By just, like, straight to formula. Yes. You know and what I mean? And I did do that because I was so stressed out. I didn't know what, like, I had no idea. And I was just at my wit's end where I was like, okay, am I just re- going to keep fooling around and trying to breastfeed and knowing that he's hungry or just give him a bottle of formula and know that he's full? Mm-hmm. So I did, I did take the easy way out, but now that I've gone through the path and I've learned, I now I know what herbs to take 
or what teas to drink or what things to eat. To oh help yeah, like the lactation it. tea. Mm-hmm. What is that company called? Tradition Medicinals or uh, Traditional Medicinals or something? I think it is tra- Medicinal Traditions. Traditional Medicinals. Anyways, I'll tag it in like the whatever we yeah. mentioned in the podcast. Yeah. But yeah, I'll figure it out. Um, There's actually some nice tinctures. Uh, I think it's Mother's Earth or oh, um, no. Motherwort and something. No, th- that's the Wait, herb, but the company. Wait, Fenugreek and uh, and Blessed Thistle. Hey, Fenugreek and Blessed. Yeah, okay, I remember two this best one. two best lactation herbs ever. Like by far, like you will be producing milk like a cow. Like you will just be like flowing. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what you want, though, as a mother. You want that milk to keep going. I mean. Yeah, I mean, if it works, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still holding my boobs. I know. Shit. I'm I know. just like, no. When I when can't. you're ready, your time will come, and you will be so much more prepared and and strong. Like you will be like, I can fucking do this. I got this. Yeah. I feel like being a mother is one of like the most rewarding jobs, though. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like I made this human. Yeah. This. <laughs> It looks like me. Yeah. You can tell. That's uh, mine doesn't that's even look like human. me. Mine looks like my husband. So I lost <laughs> it on that. I gave birth. I did all the work. And he came out looking like my husband. <laughs> Again, a lot of people do take the easy way out with formula. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know... I've even just in conversation with... Again, I'm still young. Like, I'm in my early 20s. And I've... Me and my friends would randomly talk about, like, having kids one day. And they be like, I'm straight feeding it formula. I'm not letting it touch my boobs. Like... Yeah, but you understand, like, the colostrum is, like, really yes. good for them. Like, basically what colostrum is is, like, that first the first part of the milk that comes out of your boob once you give birth. That's really important for, like, the baby's immunity. Mm-hmm. And I think they have, like, capsules. They colostrum do. capsules. But, like, if you're lactose intolerant and whatever, it's not really recommended. No. But, yeah, I don't know where they I was get actually that. reading, because um, I did a talk few months ago at nature source about like the fourth trimester which is like everything moms need to know when the baby's here mm-hmm. um so i did a talk and i was doing some research on colostrum and apparently colostrum is the most potent immune boosting substance known to science which mm-hmm. is pretty freaking crazy thinking how developed and mm-hmm. far science has come and for something that comes out of a woman mm-hmm. like your body's pretty fucking amazing to do that you gotta save some freeze it and yeah. have it when you're feeling yeah, why sick not? why yeah. not yeah is that gross? I don't think so. I know some... Okay, so I've heard this... We, okay, so here we're going off. Well, That's okay. There's no really topic for this. No. Just a little bit. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> I have heard that, like, sometimes women freeze their breast milk. Yeah. Like, they'll pump a lot, mm-hmm. and then they'll freeze it. And yeah. then, like, you know, if they got to leave the house for a little yeah. while, and there's your, your hubby, you can just... Yeah, exactly. Hey, just, just pull out of the freezer. Yeah, which it makes life so much easier, especially because I feel like moms are can be so tied down after they have children and they don't really focus on themselves which is mm-hmm. so like I cannot stress how important that is mm-hmm. to be looking after yourselves after you, you like you have a child or children in general mm-hmm. but yeah it gives moms a good like night off to go and enjoy herself and or just daddy feed. get a full night's sleep yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yes I agree with that I was pretty lucky though because my fiance was off of work for the first year of my son's birth, well, my fir- the first year of my son was alive. Oh yeah, because there's now like, no, he quit his what job. Is it? But there's now like some leave. They, they have paternal leave. Paternal leave. Yeah. Like, isn't that sick? Yes. Canada. Well, did you know? Um, I think it's in Europe. Both parents are allowed to take time off at the same time. Like here, only the father can take off a certain amount of time, and then the mother takes it off after. So you don't do it together. I think it's it's two separate. Like leave of absences. But what if they're at a different job? Why does it matter? It goes Getting to the government. Paid either way. That's weird. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. Thank you, government. Yeah. Shit. Wow. <laughs> okay, so in your experience, what have you through having a child, etc. now he's a toddler, right? Mm-hmm. How old is he now? He's going to be three in November, Jesus. which makes me really sad because one of my best friend's son started school today, actually. So next year, this time, he's going to be starting school. And I'm like, oh my God, where did my baby go? Oh. I know. You should just have another one. I know. I would like to, but I want to kind of move out of my in-laws house first. Yeah. yeah we live with my in-laws right now. So we want to have our own house, our own space, mm-hmm. our own comfort, privacy, and then we'll start working on the second one. Damn. Emphasize the working. (laughs) (laughs) Practice makes perfect, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, why do you think? Listen, have you ever heard of the Duggars? No. Who's that? You know. <gasps> okay. Was that a TLC yeah. show? Yes. Do you remember like they had like twenty kids? I, like I think I've they ended up having, like, like 20 kids. I feel like I've seen something and There was, like, like a lot of... Con- anyways. Anyways. I think there were, like... Yeah, they were definitely really was religious. Was the show called, like, 19 Kids and Counting? Yes! That's what it is. There yes. it is. You know what I mean? Yes. Um. But, yeah, that was wild. I'm, like... I cannot imagine having I, 19 children. I don't think they believed in birth control because of, like, their, their religion. religious beliefs, probably. Possibly. Yeah. Very old yeah. fashioned. No judgment, but I'm no. like, damn, I would never push 19 kids no. out of my vagina. Like, no. where is it going? Like, no. it's probably like, yeah, like Ooh. a vault. Like, no! <laughs> We're leaving that in the podcast. That's okay. That was great. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh. Raw, real conversations, yes. friends. Yes. Raw, real. The only way to have them. Oh, God. I'm just thinking about that. I now. met a woman actually this weekend at like a farm party and the summer kind of thing anyway she had five children and i was still like oh my god i could not even fathom having five children like one child's already enough for me that's a lot <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of imagine those people who have twins and triplets my and best like, friend just found out she's having twins oh god and one on like, each tit yeah oh my god yeah. yes <gasps> i'm so excited for her but i'm just happy it's not me <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a lot of work yeah like think about that it's like when you had a kid times two yeah i was looking at him today my fiance's like he's like you know you can tell your friend like take a picture of liam running around right now and then tell her to imagine two of them running around and i'm like that's just rude (laughs) i know i know i'm like you're a dick you're a dick such a dick (laughs) okay so i want to talk a little bit about your article writing yeah. Because I know you write quite a bit of articles. Now, I know you do it for Nature Signature right now. Nature Source. Nature. But it's the same company. It's all under the same company. Anyways. <laughs> you can find them in Metro. Yes. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Um, so, is that something you want to continue on moving forward? Say, for yourself or, like, ebooks? Have you thought of an ebook? I'm actually currently writing an ebook. Really? I love that you mentioned that. Yes, and okay, was, tell us all the things. And I was going to actually ask you if you wanted to do a giveaway for it, too, when you release the podcast, to do a giveaway. What do you think about I'm releasing that? the podcast this week. It might be too soon. Listen, we'll do a giveaway. We'll do a yes. giveaway. I'll figure it out. We'll do one. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Well, so what it is, because now it's back to school season, cold and flu. Everyone's mm. getting freaking sick. Yes. So I wanted to do an e- Well, I'm creating an ebook now on how to boost your child's immune system what foods to take to eat while you're mm-hmm. um back to school or just foods in general that are going to boost immune system uh herbs that are safe for children different recipes i'm going to be putting in there what the immune system actually is mm-hmm. um so yeah that's i i like to i i've never written an ebook before so this is kind of like my first one which is really fun it's a lot of fun doing no it's it's really good you know i was before my laptop completely died on me for a while yeah. And I got behind on all my work. I want to write an ebook too about mm. liver health. Yes. Like just the basics, it. and then the um, and then I'll get more detailed, and I'll mm-hmm. go into different ones because like even though it's just one organ, it's interconnected to everything, it's right? So it's like the most important organ, uh, pretty much in the whole body, right? And it's the only one that can fully heal itself. Hence yeah. why I'm still alive. Yes. Thank you, universe. Yes, yes universe. <laughs> the universe is very magical. But yeah, I think that's like I think as like nutritionists. Especially considering, like, now everyone's in, like, the whole health and wellness mm-hmm. game. But everyone has their own kind of specialty. But at the same time, like, it's good to, like, get your information out there. But, like, not a lot of people can really afford to have, like, a one-on-one consult. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I'm just going to put it out there. Like, we do a lot of education to become what we are. And we have to do a lot of research. And as, like, nutritionists and a holistic aspect it's like we have to really research the person as an individual Mm -hmm. so it does take a lot of time hence why consults especially one-on-one are very um pricey just because like a lot of hours goes into it a lot of people don't realize this anyways i just wanted to clarify that because we do put a lot of work into what we do it's just not recognized no it's not you know what i mean because now someone can consider themselves a nutritionist after taking a weekend course i met this girl um 
not to bash anybody or, mm-hmm. or say, talk bad about any programs, but she took a, I think it was a few months course at George Brown. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I'm a nutritionist. And I was like, what? <laughs> How? How? I mean, case studies have you done? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, I don't know. It's different in, like, the, um, the like, I guess, public school system. Mm-hmm. Um, I did go to, and I said this on many podcasts, I think at this point, I did go to Ryerson in their dietetics program because mm-hmm. I thought, you know, you had to have a degree to be successful. And then I realized that isn't the case. Also, I started failing out because I couldn't, I couldn't connect the information they were telling me mm-hmm. and connect it to real life, like apply. I went, I wasn't able to do that. That's why I didn't mm-hmm. do well going into a college a private college where it was just solely holistic nutrition focused and we went into different courses like comparative diets mm-hmm. herbal medicine we did take physiology and anatomy oh my so and please body metabolism too mm-hmm. that was we that go was... through a lot of hefty science ish yes. yes, but i don't know where i was going with this you remember where i was going with this oh, i don't know it's fine we were talking about one-on-one consultations and right yeah so I guess that's why. But yeah, put the reason why I kind of went into this rabbit hole is because like ebooks are a great way to give the general public yes. an affordable way to obtain a little bit of information. Hence why I do this podcast. Mm-hmm. Cuz like even though it's just like a casual conversation, it's easy to apply what we're saying. Yes. Because we've done we or we've experienced certain things that, you know, other people could maybe learn from and maybe take tidbits and just apply Mm -hmm. not necessarily having to pay for it because like I believe everyone has the right to know certain Mm -hmm. things um but then again as an individual person if you go into a lot of we still gotta pay the bills okay yes we do (laughs) and it's not cheap anymore life is not cheap it ain't it ain't it ain't cheap try living living in Ontario downtown Toronto oh damn right up I don't know how you're living downtown girl kudos to you I mean if I didn't have a child I'd be down here too (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot of hours yeah work yeah totally worth it though not complaining Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's why I love Instagram too and social media because you can give out so much good content and free information to people that mm-hmm. may not necessarily want to book a one-on-one consultation or may not really want to see a nutritionist. Maybe they just want to kind of feel feel out mm-hmm. the field and see what they need. And I mean, a lot of people now, they'll give you the excuse like, well, not excuse, but like even for like when we go to different stores, right? People will be like, I'm going to do my own research. I'm like, okay, I'm just here to educate. Yeah. I'm not here to, like, force you into anything. But by all means, do your own research. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I like that people are starting to do that. But, like, if, when someone goes to the doctor and they say, take this drug, they will never question never, it. Never, ever, <laughs> never, ever. They just blindly, like, she, like they just blindly take it. Mm-hmm. It'll never really fix it. And I can say that through personal experience because I was on really hefty medication in the beginning of my illness, which I believe I did need. Um, But it was just, I feel like I was that different patient who was like, I have liver disease. You're Mm -hmm. pumping me with medication. This can't be good long term. You're literally overloading my liver right now. But I mean, I'm so grateful because that's probably one of the reasons why I am still alive. Mm -hmm. So, very grateful, no regrets, but the fact that I only had to be on it for a maximum of six months mm-hmm. was crazy. Mind you, I did kind of wean myself off of it because my doctor told me I was... Let's not go into that. That's okay. Uh, That's okay. <laughs> anyway, so I kind of went against what the doctor said, but did yeah. it in a very uh, safe way. Mm-hmm. Like, just wean yourself off slowly, mm-hmm. slowly, slowly. I think every week I, like, cut my pill yeah. in, like, a quarter. Did you find that you were... Feel like did you notice a difference when you started cutting back a little bit like did you did your body feel it I I don't know Uh, I don't think so only because at the time when I was diagnosed like I changed my diet cold turkey Mm -hmm. I went from eating what I thought was healthy because like my mom was like whole grain bread Mm -hmm. brown rice like healthier options of what the average person will think is healthy but in my case we were we just had no idea so we're like okay Organic, no sugar, mm-hmm. no meat for a while because we didn't know if that was doing any harm. Anyways, I ended up introducing it back because uh, True Local was good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? So it's just like you have to kind of do it. I don't know. You can't, 
again, you do kind of have to do your own research mm-hmm. if you really want to become fully educated. Um, but yeah, again, everyone's different. And I was that, and again, I was still, I think I was, I had just, I think it was the summer after grade 11. So I was just going into my senior year of high school. So like changing my diet was crazy annoying, especially because everyone's like rabbit food, yeah. rabbit food. Yeah. What, what, especially what? in high school too. Yeah. Anyways, but I had already changed my diet. So I did not experience withdrawal symptoms. Mm-hmm. Like, again, normally you experience withdrawal when you cut your medication completely cool. off. And that's dangerous, especially consider Like, I was on, I think, prednisone mm-hmm. on high, high mm-hmm. amounts. So that one is a really dangerous medication to just stop like that. Uh, even though I wanted to. But I know it wasn't safe. Mm-hmm. So I just slowly... That's why it took me six months. And I think it was after, like, the first month or two when I decided I was going to start. So that's how long it took. Okay. So I was thinking I was taking, like, three – I don't even remember the dose. But I think I was taking two or three pills a day. Mind you, they were really small. So every week I would, like, cut it down, like, in half. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They are really, really tiny but really, really powerful. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if you're ever going to – I like, I wouldn't – ever recommend someone else do this because like I'm not a doctor and Mm -hmm. legally if I say this I could get a lot of trouble Mm -hmm. um but again everyone can make their own decisions for their own bodies um but yeah I feel like the one of the main reasons why I didn't experience any withdrawal symptoms was because I had weaned off of it so so Mm -hmm. so slowly and I told my doctor I was going to do mm-hmm. this, even though he didn't agree with it. Like, he called he called me personally. What oh, wow. specialist ever does that? He yeah. called me personally when I was 16, trying to convince me not to do it. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, at, this, at the same time, I was still getting blood work every week. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to get five, six vials of blood taken every week because that's how bad my liver enzymes mm-hmm. were. And they had to monitor it while I was on the medication to make sure it wasn't like. I think that was the worst part worse. of being pregnant was getting blood taken. I hated needles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, I did hate them until like it was a weekly thing, and then yeah, I'm just like I'm just used to it. Which arm do you want to yeah. do today? Actually, last week I did this one. Let's yeah. do the other one. Yeah. Also, it was like very active. So like, oh, one of the one of the shittiest parts about me being like really really sick at the beginning that I wasn't allowed to do physical activity because like when uh, originally okay we're gonna get into it real quick originally they thought I had mono okay and I'm like I go to Jesus school I had never kissed a boy I'm like how the (laughs) f did I get mono anyways I'm like okay I'll allow it who knows it's Hmm. through bodily fluid so it could have happened in in another way I was also a virgin so that wasn't the case Um, so I was very confused and then they kept testing me for that three months. So you have a three month period to have mono and then everything should start to subside. Everything was like, everything was still pretty bad in regards to like my enzyme levels. And one of the things, one of the reasons why I couldn't do sports was because my spleen was like enlarged, very enlarged. And I was, I grew up playing soccer and I loved that Mm -hmm. sport. So they were like, you you shouldn't play that because if you get hit with a ball too hard and yeah so I couldn't do anything I was really happy though because in high school grade 12 we had like what was it a couple weeks of like I think it was like some martial arts thing mm-hmm. that was required and I knew I wouldn't be good at it but luckily I could sit that well, one out and I'm like you you're like yes. I'm gonna watch you guys from the sidelines yeah I'll be like okay I'll just do my other homework yeah <laughs> just chilling like I had to go to the class still like I wasn't allowed to do anything which sucked but yeah I mean things eventually got better and now you're here now I'm here started from the bottom literally damn damn you got it girl hey you got it girl you got it no okay anyways (laughs) I always have to throw in a song reference because I feel like it wouldn't be me if I didn't that's okay it's fine I'm singing all day long anyway I'm in the car. I just see me when I'm driving. Sometimes I'm singing so loud, and then I look beside me with the guys like looking at me, and I'm like, oh, "Sorry, I'm just enjoying my life over here." It's it's very therapeutic. It is. Honestly, I love singing. I sing in the car, in the shower. <laughs> okay, so we're going off topic a little bit because I wanted to bring something up. Okay, so mm-hmm. last week I got this phenomenal Reiki session done, and something she told me she was on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. I feel like it was episode twenty-one. 
what was it called? It was with my girl, Alessia. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it called? I think it's like, oh, healing is not linear. Because mm-hmm. I remember when, before our Reiki, she said that. And I was like, that's the title of our podcast. She's like, I know. So anyways, if you guys haven't listened to that episode, highly recommend. But I got this Reiki session done now that we're talking about like singing in the car mm-hmm. and shit. Um, so she said one of one of the things I struggle with, and I know this, is I don't like vocalize or express how I'm feeling. So mm-hmm. she's like, when you get sick, does it normally start in your throat? I'm like, it always starts with a sore throat. Every time. I'm like, wow. It's crazy how things mm-hmm. are so interconnected mm-hmm. and the fact that she... <sighs> She knew a lot of things about yeah. me that I don't talk about to people. It wasn't, like, medium mm-hmm. shit, but, like, sh- spiritually, she could, like, feel... I don't know. It was crazy. Highly recommend. If anyone hasn't gotten a Reiki session, if you're local to I Toronto, highly recommend you see my girl, Alessia. Her Instagram is Life Through Spirit. Phenomenal. Highly recommend. I would love to contact her. You should. I uh, I did a muscle testing course, I think a few months ago, with mm-hmm. Tracy McBurney, the one that does the energy medicine project. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. The course at school. So she, so we were doing uh, the muscle testing cl- uh, class, and we're learning how to do it, and I couldn't get through one of the parts because something was blocking me. And long story short, she said something to me, and then all of a sudden, boom, an image of something that happened in my past came to me and she's like that's the moment that made you believe that you were not safe you felt disconnected from something higher you like you don't feel safe in the world and she's like that's the moment that you felt unsafe she's mm-hmm. like, just know that you're always safe in this universe and that you're always taken care of and I started freaking crying in class and there's only like 10 people there and I'm like oh my god why am I crying like an asshole now but I felt like I as soon as I realized what was causing me to have that block I could feel the energy shift in my body yeah 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 like i'm getting goosebumps talking about it now when you said that okay now i'm gonna mention it and i hadn't mentioned it to i did i did a little like instagram story kind of talking about my reiki session Mm -hmm. but i didn't mention this one part but now that you said that i feel a little bit more comfortable saying it when we were doing my reiki and she does it a little like i've gotten reiki done before but she does it a little bit differently as like sometimes she'll like talk to you but it'll still be silent but like while she's going through Mm -hmm. her thing she'll like I don't really know how to say it. I'm sorry if I offended you, Alessia. I don't know what it's called. I think it's fine. Um, she, was, she was like, I feel you have a very strong connection with your grandfather. And I literally started bawling my eyes out. I am not an emotional person. Yeah. I bawled my eyes out. And she's like, did he pass away? And I was like, yes. And then like, oh my God, I'm getting like goosebumps saying this. Am I going to cry? No, I'm not going to cry. It's okay if you cry. Okay, and then, (laughs) and then she's like, she left like a thirty second, maybe a minute period where we didn't, none of us said anything. She's like, just know that he is very much still with you, and that was it. I lost my shit. I lost my shit. It was. Wow, I'm gonna cry. That's That's it's okay. Anyways, but yeah, I was like, wow. I feel like when my grandfather passed, that was like the hardest thing for me, only because. I felt like him and I had this very different relationship mm-hmm. that I couldn't even explain. Mm-hmm. And like I think five, six months, six months after he passed, I got a tattoo in his memory okay. that I don't really tell, show people or like unless they see it. Mm-hmm. If they ask how many tattoos you have, you yeah. know, like those people. Yeah. Oh, do you have any tattoos? Yeah. How many? Where Let me see they? them all. Yeah. Like um, they're not a tramp stamp. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was just it was just so crazy, and then after that session like i felt so light beautiful that's amazing anyways that's amazing it's funny that we're pa- talking about people that pass are passing away because my mom actually i think it was it's the 26th of august she, it was seven <coughs> years since she's passed so mm-hmm. uh, after i did that muscle testing class i met this other woman when i was working at nature source and she she's like i'm studying to be a medium i'm like okay that's pretty cool like you see what mediums do on tv but like is that true like do they mm-hmm. actually do that kind of stuff so she started explaining to me a little bit She's like, yeah, we can, uh, I'm like, oh, when you finish your program, I would love to, you know, for you to read me. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I can read your mom. And I'm like, my mom? And I've never met this woman in my life. She didn't even know my mother passed away. She's like, yeah, I can read your mom. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, my mother? Why would you say my mother of all people? I'm like, she passed away. She's like, I'm so sorry. That just came to my, my head. Like, I didn't 
like it just came to me and she's like just know that um, it's okay to trust and to move forward and I'm like I'm like what like you know when you're saying something and like you're just nodding but it's not really like registering in your mm-hmm. brain and then she's like no your mother is saying to it's okay to move on and to trust and I was like yeah, like because this has we, to be real. Like, you've never met her. You've never told her anything. Yes. And the day before that, I was dealing with not trusting my higher self, not trusting that I'm being taken care of. And then now I have this woman coming to tell me that my mother's telling me to trust. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is, like, blowing my mind. Like, still, like, kind of, like, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I totally believe that people are, like, people have passed on that are still around. Their energy's still around. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, for for her to, like, say that, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, this mm-hmm. is so crazy. And, but I totally believe it. I totally oh, yeah. Believe with her. I, have you, like, okay, so I did talk about this on another podcast. Now we're going way off topic, which is That's totally okay. fine. There's no topics for the podcast. Um, I don't know if you've listened to this episode, but I was talking about being very skeptical in energy medicine. I feel like. class. I think you just mentioned, I think you mentioned to me when we were working together. Yeah, okay, because like, because they were going to do the thing with the pendulum, yes. and I was like, I already like, saw someone do it. Shit? Yeah, I was like, this is BS, <laughs> this was my second, the second, my second course in the program that I was in, mm-hmm. second course of the program, and I was like, this is bullshit, and the first person went up, and it was like, mm-hmm. and doing like the, it moves in mm-hmm. regards to energy. Um, and I was like, nah, this can't be real. And then I was like, she's like, who wants to go next? And I was the first to raise my hand. I'm like, I think this is bullshit. I'm next. Mm-hmm. Did you have Tracy? No, I didn't. Did I had Catherine. Catherine. Oh, she's an angel. I know. I love her. Catherine, if you're listening to this, we both think you're an angel. I would literally, like, if I could, like, keep her with me every day, <laughs> I would. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, okay, so she yeah. brought you up there. She brought me up there, mm-hmm. and then I'd. Mind you, this was a couple years ago now, so I don't really remember the thing, but whatever it was doing, it was mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. And I, I didn't really, like, at the beginning of the program, I didn't really, like, bother to make friends because I was just there to learn. Mm-hmm. That was it. And I was commuting from Waterloo at the time to Mississauga, so, like, Mission. I didn't have time to stay around and chat. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get home. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, so... Whatever it was doing, because I don't remember anymore, but, like, whatever it was doing, it was right. And yeah. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. So crazy. I actually pendulum tested on my friend that's having twins. We went to Niagara Falls a few weeks ago to have, like, a girl's vacation. And I did the pendulum testing on her to find out what the twins were. Mm-hmm. And I got two boys, and she found out today she's having two boys. Isn't that funny? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Oh, God. Love I, how energy works. Okay, do you know what's crazy? Like, holistic nutrition, like, people don't realize how much is involved. Literally everything. Energy, spirituality, mm-hmm. physical, physiology, mm-hmm. medications, everything mm-hmm. is involved. Also why it's kind of expensive to do a one-on-one consult. Yeah. Even, like, your own emotions, like, even past emotions, even, like, I don't mm-hmm. know for how many people believe like past live things, but like past live emotions can incorporate into your health now too. Yeah, and my friend, my friend Alessia, I told you the one who did mm-hmm. Reiki. She told me she's working on um, reading past lives, and I'm Amazing. like, Amazing. The amount of, anyways, she's gonna come back. Maybe I should do like some. I don't know. It's very. I don't know. I want to like share somehow share my experience. Mm-hmm while it's happening but I feel like it's very personal personal I mean so you can I don't probably know. share like tidbits of like things yeah. too right because I feel like a lot of people don't realize how much it can help yeah like I told you I was like I felt so much lighter mm-hmm. after this ha- like the amount of stress I've been dealing with pretty much all of 2019 has been fucking insane mm-hmm. and it was like the first time I felt like light right. like and is this even amazing, real like, life you like you're floating I felt like I was high yeah Yes, that's what happened to me after the muscle testing course, too. I was like, I felt euphoric. Yeah. That's the yeah, only it's like, word that I could explain. Did I just it. take mushrooms? Yes. Like, what just I happened? Like, I, am I, like, stoned on something right now? But it's just <laughs> energy. Like, there's so much energy flowing through you. And my friend was saying, she's like, that's how you should feel every day. She's like, that's that's who you are. That's your true essence of who you are. That's what you, that's how you, that's how you are. I don't even know how to explain it. But that's how you should feel. That's your own being. Mm-hmm. If that's the right way to say it, I think. 
Another um, another shameless plug, Stoners Who Don't Meditate, blow my fucking mind. Highly recommend y'all listen to that podcast that. episode. My boy, Eleven, he was a guest. We talk about meditation, obviously being baked, while you're meditating and how much it, like, really, you know, uplifts, yeah. uplifts you. Because it kind of, like, sets, like, this different... You kind of tap into other things too, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm that type of person who does believe in like uh, medical herbs like that. Mm -hmm. Like whether it be cannabis, mushrooms, Mm -hmm. whatever. Like as long as you don't overdo it and you do it the correct way. Mm -hmm. I I highly recommend you guys educate yourself before you go into trying this because it can have some adverse effects for certain people. And I mean, if you're under certain medications, certain health condition, definitely want to um mention it to your doctor or even like do your own research talk to somebody who who works in that industry with like medicinal herbs even go to your local fucking um dispensary like they're pretty educated now especially if it's a legal one i didn't know that <laughs> they're pretty that educated because they have to be like it's yeah. government yes, run if, if you're not educated it's like going to the lcbo yeah. and you don't know anything about yeah. liquor anyways wow we went into a lot of things this episode um but yeah i want to just tap into a few other things again the the ebook you're looking into writing that's going to be about um, the immune function and how to boost your little one's immune system Mm -hmm. when the cold and flu season happens that's where i wanted to talk about okay so i don't remember who who i was having this conversation about it was a very long time ago now but you know how like they say cold and flu season Mm -hmm. i don't believe it's a thing okay and here's why. I was having this conversation with someone. Again, I don't even remember who the person was. I come in contact with a lot of people mm-hmm. in my everyday life. I don't even remember their face, but I remember what they told me. Mm-hmm. And it's something that, like, I truly believe now that I think of it. So, um, cold and flu season. It's normally around winter time in mm-hmm. Canada, right? A lot of the people are getting sick mm-hmm. in the winter time. And this person said that it has nothing to do with the weather. And I'm like, what? Because that's what everyone thinks. If you're Mm -hmm. outside in the cold, you're going to get sick. Mm -hmm. No. So when it's cold outside, we're all inside, confined into a small place Mm -hmm. where there's not a lot of air circulation because it's cold. We don't want the fresh air in Mm -hmm. because it's cold because we think it's going to get us sick. But think about these confined spaces. Like, for example, a school, Mm -hmm. right? Say your son is already in kindergarten, okay? There's like 30 kids in this small-ass classroom. A lot of the times the windows are closed. All this air is circulating. All these germs, Mm -hmm. they're confined into a small place. When you think of the summertime, not a lot of people are sick. Why? Because we're all outside. Mm -hmm. Fresh air neutralizes the bacteria. Mm -hmm. Also, we're exposed to fresh air that actually helps our immunity, especially like vitamin d from the sun huge for the Mm -hmm. immune system you know this Mm -hmm. it's precursor to um probiotics right if y'all didn't know that you're welcome Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah so when i think about it now like cold and flu season is just because we're all confined into a small place with no fresh air circulating so that's why you want to boost your immunity Mm -hmm. then because you're surrounded with so many people Mm -hmm. right i honestly think that it has to do with children just they're eating shitty food and they're being exposed to so many things like antibiotics and vaccines and and just garbage food and Mm -hmm. sugar and they're not able to actually build their own natural immunity so when they all go back so when they're exposed to all this they're just in overdrive and they're just getting sick all the time every day every week is something different like i have friends who have children in school and they have a runny nose all the way till april yeah you know, so, and then the thing that they want to eat is, mommy, can I have a popsicle to feel better? My throat's sore. The mm-hmm. worst thing, you're giving a child something cold when they're sick with a sore throat, and then you're mm-hmm. giving them sugar on top of it. Mm-hmm. I read today, one teaspoon of sugar depresses the immune system for up to eight hours. I heard that too. So I'm like, think of a popsicle. Popsicles probably have like 20 grams of sugar. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm terrible with math, but that's a long time for your <laughs> immune system to be suppressed, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Think how susceptible you are after. For sure. And I mean, it all depends. Well, when you think about like a popsicle, you're thinking about like, what are those? Like Chapman's, Chapman's. popsicle oh, rockets. Or honestly, whatever they're those. really good. I know. But um, they're really yeah, bad. They're really you. bad because <laughs> also they just put all these unnatural things. Like mm-hmm. when I think about sugar, I think about like whole foods. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit 
less bad for you in the sense that obviously it's still sugar but mm-hmm. if you're eating the whole fruit you're getting the fiber yes you're getting the prebiotic because mm-hmm. a lot of the time there's prebiotic yep. involved into that and then your your body too. yeah the antioxidants vitamins mineral mm-hmm. all cofactors but if you're making something synthetic out of a bunch of different mm-hmm. specific ingredients putting it together obviously those um benefits that would have been in the whole food isn't going to be anymore mm-hmm. especially now they sweeten everything with uh corn syrup high fructose corn syrup yep. which is like basically poison mm-hmm. the way they i was reading the way that they um extract the syrup from the corn they use uh, i think it's caustic soda and that is a carrier for mercury so basically you're getting genetically modified corn into kids things and mercury. then you're getting mercury on top of it <laughs> wow yeah I, w- I never even thought of yeah. that that's fucking crazy yeah. And then not to say how, how much spraying goes on, pesticides and herbicides go on genetically mm-hmm. modified corn. Well, also corn is like one of the most abundant foods. Mm-hmm. In pretty, and I would say North America because we eat it a lot more than other countries yeah. because it's so cheap, because it's so genetically mm-hmm. modified and we have an abundance of yes. it. But like a lot of the time, actually, do you know what I learned? When I was sick with my liver issues, my naturopath at the time, Dr. Trudy, was good. Um, <laughs> she told me that Caucasian people can't digest corn. Oh. So that's why we see it in... It comes out whole. I guess we just don't have those enzymes to break it down. We don't. But at the same time, while I was sick, obviously I didn't want to take anything that our body couldn't fully break mm. down. But now that I think about it now, it's a great source of fiber. The corn? Because it bolts. Yeah. Because you can't break it down. Mm-hmm. Just like flax seeds. We can't break mm-hmm. that shit down. It just clears us out. Mm-hmm. So, like, some people will, like, fully avoid corn for certain reasons. Great. But mm-hmm. then when you think about it, because it comes out whole, yeah, it's still a pretty good source of fiber. You just want to make sure you get it from the right spaces. Yeah. Like, corn is probably not the best option because it is so genetically yeah. modified. And who knows? But, like, again, interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. I still love corn, but I just have to be very mindful of where I'm buying it from. Like, mm-hmm. I'll usually go to farmers markets where I know that they're not spraying all their shit down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love corn. Like corn on the cob. Hey. I haven't had that I'll in crunch so long. That any day. <laughs> I remember I used to going to the farmers market and just getting a cob of corn. And they'd yes. slab some butter on it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, mm. Saint Jacob's Market. What's good? I haven't gone there, and you were mentioning it. I think when we were working. We should go on a trip there. I'd be down. It actually burned down since the last time I've been there, but they rebuilt it right away. Yeah, because it's so historic. You go to Toronto Pearson, like, there's Panfoots there. St. Jacob's Market, I'm like, yo, we're that sick. I pretty much grew up there for the most part. Every weekend I would go, like, the pepperettes, Mm. pickle on the stick, they were massive. Those are delicious, (sighs) pickle on the stick. Pickles are good. I'm a low-key country girl at heart. I don't think I'm, now away. that I'm getting older, I think I'm, I'm becoming more of a country girl. Like, I would love, like, my ideal home is living on a farm with four chickens. I want chickens. You want four. Four chickens. Just, just four. But the only reason why I say four is because legally in Ontario, like, if you live in, like, downtown Toronto, you're allowed to have legally four chickens. On a farm, mm. you could probably have, like, as many as you want. But yeah. I've done the research because I want to buy some chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I do. They're so, like, I don't know. I like chickens. I wouldn't eat them. I would just want their eggs. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless they... a little harsh. <laughs> I'm going to steal their eggs. <laughs> well, no. I mean, if they don't fully develop, then that's yeah. how they become food. I yeah. think that's why some vegetarians yeah. will eat them. But anyway, everyone has their own view. Anyways, speaking of vegetarians, if you wanted to hear about that sort of conversation, previous episode, forget what it's called, just did it with Jade Smith last week. Listen to that shit if you want to know a little bit more about vegetarian slash vegan diets. Um, on that note, this was a great talk. Yeah. Wow, time flew. Yeah. Time flew. I like All right. chatting with you. Thank you, thank you so much. It's all so natural. <laughs> right? Okay, so now this is the time of the podcast where you know I give you the floor. Tell the people what you're up to. I've kind of, we've kind of sort of chatted about mm-hmm. it, but plug all your things. All right. It's your time so. to shine. I'm really big on social media right now, Noble Baby Wellness. I'm posting every day all about um, pregnancy and infant toddler wellness, um, how to raise mindful children as well, too. I'm really into raising mindful, uh, creating a lot of awareness. Um, working on a few ebooks, one on uh, 
pre-pregnancy detox so why the why it's so important and how to detox before actually getting pregnant mm-hmm. um, working on the immune system ebook and I'm also in the process of working on some toddler and mom cooking classes Ooh. yes with goodness me Ooh, yeah. which location? The Mississauga one. I'm, I think it's the Mississauga one. Yeah, we'll plug that. I'm gonna yeah. try to come if I can. Yeah, I haven't signed have up have yet. We're just starting to to plan to plan which it. Is, they have really great classes there. I haven't gone to any of them. Ugh, but I feel like just I want to empower people. I want people to take like nutrition and health by their hands and just like own it, especially yes. for children. Like we're raising, like me, I'm raising a next generation of, mm-hmm. of people. Like I want him to be as healthy and mindful and and you know amazing because and pass that along to the yes, next and the next yes the exactly because that's how we're gonna have a better future like right now like i think this generation of children i was listening to dr aviva ram she said that this generation of children are going to live less than their own parents because of all the things that they're constantly exposed to so mm-hmm. me as a mom i'm like shit i don't want him to, i don't want him to not live as long as me like i want him to like live thrive yes, as long as he yes. can so I really want to empower parents and educate parents and teach them. So yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing right now, and just being a mom. I quit my job, so now I'm just living the mom life. Yes. Yeah, I just want to be a mom. That is a full time job. It is a full time job, so I kind of separate mom time and business time. So I have to wake up like super super early, which I don't mind because nobody's awake. The house is so nice and quiet. I'm like, oh silence. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'm really trying to I'm still trying to figure out that balance between work life and mom life and like when to mm-hmm. be business Marissa and when to be mom Marissa so mm-hmm. yeah it's all still about learning balance yeah. exactly learning progress yes. we learn every day yes all right guys thank you so much for listening thank you May- so much for having me you're awesome <laughs> make sure you give Marissa a follow on her socials keep up to date her ebooks coming soon mm-hmm. Her classes also coming soon. Yeah. I might be there, so if you know. Yeah, why not? Want to come through and meet food. both of us. Yeah. Hey, make hey. some food. Learn. You're going to learn today. <laughs> All right. So whatever uh, platform you're listening to this on, please give it a nice like, if that's a thing. Uh, nice star rating. A comment if you're real, really feeling nice. You can always slide into both of our DMs if you have any questions at any time. But again, thank you guys so much for listening. New episode every Friday at 6 a.m. Marissa, thank you again so much for for coming. It's been a pleasure. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Until the next one. Peace.